1: Welcome to a special, very brief edition of Dear Hank and John. It's
0: the AFC Wimbledon and Mars Spectacular. So listen, we had like a series of very long business w- meetings this week, so we couldn't record a proper episode of the podcast. It's not really it's Dear Hank and John. It's sort of Hank and John, because we're not answering this any questions. This is an
1: edition of Hank and John, yes. We're not
0: answering any questions this week because we had this, this series of long business meetings that, that, that made it impossible to make a podcast. It felt wrong on a week when there was a lot of news from Mars and AFC Wimbledon to just not have a podcast. Arguably the most significant weeks of Mars and AFC Wimbledon news in years yeah. over the last yeah. month or so. Since, <laughs> since Perseverance landed on Mars, Hank, Uh-huh. AFC Wimbledon have won four straight football games for the first time in five years years. The last time we won four straight football games, we were a fourth tier English soccer team. Wow. Now we're in the third tier and my God, we might stay because (laughs) despite spending almost the entire season in in the relegation zone for the, I don't know, seven millionth consecutive year, AFC Wimbledon has turned it on in the last weeks of the season and has has somehow found a way to get out of the relegation zone. There, There is still work to do, but I want to talk, I, I want to break it down for you a little bit, Hank, and then we will turn our attention to the astonishing news that, that there is a, a helicopter flying on Can Mars. I, Maybe not right now, but <laughs> there has been recently and there will be again soon.
1: It may be, who knows? It might be right now as you're listening. But before we get to that, I want to say, so I've looked at this, League One table, there are three teams that have won four of their last five games. I know. One is number one-ranked Hull City. Yep. One is number 19-ranked AFC Wimbledon. Whoop, whoop. And the other is number 20th
0: Wigan Athletic. I know. Like, get off our butts, Yeah, Wigan. I know. I know. Take it down a <laughs> notch, Wigan. This isn't the time to get hot, okay? That's our thing. That's our thing. That's what that's, we do. That's,
1: yeah, that's what we do. And they're they're literally... Right, they're uh, they man. It's very close. And they're they're 1 point behind. I know. But is 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 the bottom 4? Yeah, it's the, the bottom 4. So actually it, I
0: don't I don't care a okay. lick if we finish in 19th or 20th as long as we finish yeah. in 19th or 20th. So And
1: there's a pretty big gap
0: between Wigan and Northampton. Wigan yeah. and AFC Wimbledon can can be the two teams that stay up. That's fine. But basically there is a Why not? Wigan is an amazing name. I know how to pronounce it. It sounds cool. It, yeah. They used to be in the Premier League and they actually won the FA Cup like uh, 10 years ago. But anyway, if, this isn't about Wigan.
1: If you, Wow, that's very weird. If you wanted to follow up a word, like the word Wigan with something, yeah. I wouldn't have assumed athletic.
0: It, yeah, it definitely doesn't lend itself to uh, a, a football team name. But Hank, let's turn our attention mm-hmm. to AFC Wimbledon for a second. Yes. Our coach, Mark Robinson joined AFC Wimbledon as a volunteer coaching the kids in 2004, and he has risen through the ranks, and he has recently taken charge of AFC Wimbledon, and since he took charge, everything is different, including my intense, overwhelming love for this football club. In the last four games, we have scored 14 goals. 19-year-old Ayub Asal, who— earlier this season, was playing in the sixth division of English football, who everyone was saying was was never going to be good enough to make it. He didn't just, he hasn't just made it. He is unplayable. He is five feet, eight inches tall when he stands on his tiptoes. He weighs 112 pounds and he is an unstoppable force of nature. He's so fast. Nobody knows what to do with him. He's incredible. I love him. Joe Piggott, our uh, talismanic forward, has been just doing Joe Piggott things, scoring goals like crazy ollie palmer who you'll remember hank early in the season i was like wimbledon at last have what we need uh a very tall person ollie palmer has (laughs) has finally been playing and he's playing great uh because he's Uh finally finally not injured and we are scoring goals for fun even our 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 former captain, who's played for AFC Wimbledon since he was nine years old, our central defender, Will Nightingale, has been back in the team. Will Nightingale scored one goal, Hank, one goal in his first 110 appearances for AFC Wimbledon. (laughs) He has scored two goals in the last three games and would have scored a third, except for an Oxford United player uh, reached out on the goal line and grabbed the ball to stop it from going in, got a red card and we scored the, <laughs> the, the ensuing penalty and then went on to win the game.
1: Is that is that a thing? Like like what it, what's the sort of etiquette around that? Because I've certainly oh, been in a situation yeah. in the like eight soccer games I've played in where I could have done that. Yeah. Where I was like, I just can't get to that
0: ball with my foot, but I could grab it with my hand. I I think the only time you should do it is when it's like in the last minute, you know? This was right. still with like thirty minutes left in the game or so, which is just way too early. But he did it and then the moment the referee blew the whistle, he just like looked down at the ground and started to walk off the field. Like he, there was <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't wait yeah, for the red card. He, he he knew what he had done.
1: <laughs> Everyone knows what happened here. <laughs>
0: but we came back in that game. I did from, a from, thing from, to to
1: prevent a goal from occurring. Yeah. that I knew was illegal. Yeah,
0: and uh, and I I have suffered the consequences. Mm-hmm. So we came back in that game from one nil down to win two one. And we really needed to win that game because all the other teams at the bottom are also winning a lot. But now we are five points clear of the relegation zone with four games mm-hmm. to play. It's all in our hands. We probably need to win one of those games out of those four. And, and one we, of them is,
1: is Rochdale, who is— yeah. Or Rockdale or Rochdale. No one
0: knows for sure. Nobody knows.
1: Who has won three games in the last five. I know. But is also uh, one of the worst teams in the league.
0: Yeah, so, so hopefully uh, we can get a result against them, maybe pick up a point somewhere else and find a way to stay up. It is It is all still in the balance, but... It seems doable. I mean, I Hank, the crazy thing is this all happened in like a 10-day period. Like yeah. two weeks ago, on a Saturday afternoon in England, we went 1-0 down against Accrington-Stanley. That was the moment when I thought to myself, well, it's over. Like we had this, you know, three heroic years of overperforming and it's just not going to happen for us this year. And then we won that game 5-1. <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> I think the answer has to be that Mark Robinson happened. <laughs> Mark Robinson, I, I I, mean, I would run through walls for the guy after this critical, critical win against Oxford United Mark Robinson, one of the most likable things about him is that his Twitter username is something like Mark Robinson, 987 316 It has like 17 numbers after his name because uh-huh. uh, I don't think he knows how to use Twitter. But after the game, he he didn't tweet about the fact that he has just led the team that he started out as a volunteer for 20 years ago to four straight victories he tweeted the most important result of the of today was that our under fifteen side beat Arsenal's under fifteen side. Those kids know that it's about more than football. Mm,
1: wow! I just so he's good enough at Twitter.
0: Oh, I mean, when, yeah, yes, exactly. Also, he doesn't like respond to people who bait him in comments, which makes him better than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you? Oh God, are you? I don't know. Are you not doing better at that? I noticed that you did get a little bit uh a little bit on Twitter.
0: I lost I lost my temper uh when Liverpool Football Club without consulting the fans or indeed the players or indeed the manager of the team uh wow. agreed to join the European Super League a uh now defunct idea. league <laughs> that <laughs> um, that from which you could not be relegated. That was essentially the whole shtick of it. Was that these billionaires were like, oh, you know, it would pr- preserve our billion dollar investments is is if uh, we couldn't be relegated. So let's invent a soccer competition that that you can't lose, <laughs> but you can win though. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah, like well, like us, you late know? stage capitalism at its finest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just been a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful week in terms of AFC Wimbledon results, and long may it continue. Hank, what's the news for Mars? Oh my God, there's so much. I know.
1: Uh, Well, first of all, um, NASA's Perseverance rover, Percy as we call it, uh, pooped out a helicopter and then drove away, and then that helicopter first Tried to spin its little blades,
0: and then something went wrong, and then it was a software problem. I was, I have to say, I became very pessimistic after that initial problem. Well, because because we've had a couple
1: of things on Mars where it's been like, ooh, didn't go exactly as planned, probably will be fine. And then every update ever since then was like, actually, it's worse than we thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
1: that's been very much the case with the uh, the Insight lander, which also does have have news and it is bad news. Um, but Ingenuity is great news because they did a software update. They figured out what the problem was. I don't know what it was. Some complicated software thing, and it took off. It flew up into the air five meters. It's a four-pound device, and it, it, it has a surprisingly wide wingspan, but the wings are made of this, like, super light carbon material, and... They don't push through a lot of air, so it's pretty easy to push them really fast. But they have to be big and they have to go really fast because there isn't a lot of air. Right. And it flew up um, and then landed safely. And then it did a second test where it flew up and then it sort of like wiggled side to side to make sure that that worked. And uh, and we've gotten pictures of it flying. We have not gotten any pictures from it, which uh, or, or maybe we have by the time this comes out. But um, But that's part of what we're hoping to get out of this is like some cool or interesting video of Mars. Now, Ingenuity has a a lifespan, uh it's not designed to last forever. But but I will say sometimes NASA puts lifespans on things that are that turn out to not be the the case. Yeah, I mean um, that first and, rover
0: had a lifespan of like 18 months and it lived <laughs> for like 30 years. No, it had a, it had a life, like the mission was supposed to be like weeks. Yeah. And it lasted years. Yeah, it
1: was great. Um so, uh, you know, and, and part of that is the solar panel situation on Mars, which is that that engineers expected that dust would build up in the solar panels and we have a solar panel right, craft. Right, It's just over for it. And what turned out to happen is that occasionally there are these cleaning events where like a, a particular kind of breeze blows by and instead of depositing dust, it removes it. And that has allowed solar paneled exper- experiments, including Ingenuity, solar, solar powered, um, to last longer than expected, but InSight has not had this experience mm. and its solar panels are currently so covered in dust that it is going to sleep in the hopes and they will w- monitor the weather in that that area in the hopes that it will be able to turn back on. But um, it is not clear at all whether that will will be a thing that will happen. So, so that's the bad news from Mars. But the good news is that Ingenuity is currently doing its thing. If you search for Ingenuity to learn more about uh, its mission, Uh, You can click on, there's a little like helicopter version of it that sort of spins over in the side on Google. You click on it and it will do a little dance for you. It comes and flies out. It's very
0: cool. That's very cool. I also have to say, I was amazed by the video footage of Ingenuity flying on Mars. I was very impressed that, I mean, my main thought was, you know, in 2008, like we didn't even have those cameras to make YouTube videos with, let alone to make Mars videos a helicopter videos with
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it looked good it looks very good it's exciting and it uh it it, well i guess we have gotten some photos from it because it does take a it's there just takes a downward picture to make sure that it's like in the right spot the uh the other news from mars and so this is like all adding up is that there's an experiment on mars i can't even remember what the name of it is maybe i'll talk about it more next week but um that exists to try and manufacture oxygen from the Martian atmosphere, mm. and it was successful. Oh, good. So it basically squeezes carbon dioxide um, and then like, in- so increases the pressure of it and then puts it in the presence of this hot catalyst and that breaks it down into oxygen O2, breathable oxygen, burnable oxygen and carbon monoxide, which is then just let go away because we don't want that. And uh, a- and it's working. We have manufactured oxygen on the surface of Mars, which is like extremely necessary if we want to get people to Mars because we can't bring all of our fuel or air with us. We will have to manufacture some of it on Mars because it's just too heavy to to carry all that around. So that is amazing news. Now there's other ways to make oxygen on Mars, the the big one being electrolysis of water, but mining water is still a big question. We're not sure how we're going to do that whereas carbon dioxide, it's very easy to get that. It's everywhere. Um, you know, it's not the concentration. Uh, it is not like the amount of like atmospheric pressure we have on Earth. But I think there's actually more CO2 in Mars's atmosphere than there is in ours. Mm. It's just that there isn't very much in ours. Though well, more and more more <laughs> <laughs> I don't know at one point we will approach. Give Mars us some
0: time. Hank. <laughs> Give us some time.
1: <laughs> there's also bad news. It's just the rest. But AMC and Mars are doing great.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful. I can't the, these opportunities, yeah, four in a row. These opportunities do not come along very often. You know, like it really is a sort of once every five year event. Although maybe, maybe under the leadership of Mark Robinson, this is just going to become normal and regular. Because the thing is, Hank, it's mostly the same players, and the extent to which it's mm-hmm. not the same players, it's like younger players fr- from the youth team who've right. been promoted. One mm-hmm. of the things that I'm the proudest of is that when I look at AFC Wimbledon's squad today, I see a lot of players who joined the team when they were like nine or 10 years old and played on the youth teams and are now playing professional football. And that's very rare. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's very rare mm-hmm. that, that, that your awesome. team is comprised of, you know, youth players who graduated from the academy. So I'm really proud of that. Proud, and I have to say, After Ayubasal scored one of his cajillion goals of the last ten days, he did this wonderful jump up (laughs) in the air where he like raised his fist in one of his celebrations. I, this kid is amazing. He's nineteen years old and he's just. I, I can't believe him. He is such a joy to watch on the football field. Anyway, he jumped up, he like raised his fist and the way that it was photographed, Hank, you could really see that DFTBA logo on the back of the shorts and the liminal space <laughs> between between left thigh and buttock. And it looked, it just looked really, really good. I was like, that is a, that is an excellent, high quality marketing impression of the letters <laughs> DFTBA. <laughs> oh gosh, wow, he looks young. He's I know. I know. And he's he's all of the players are so are are so great in in interviews. They are a, a, an absolute joy to watch. It is it is clear that they are as relieved or maybe more relieved as anyone else like they are enjoying this so much and it's just a special special time i am so grateful to mark robinson i am so excited for the future i'm really really hopeful that we can see nine thousand people inside of plow lane when when the new season starts and hopefully that'll be in the third tier of english football long way to go a lot could still happen but Hope springs eternal, as it does on Mars.
1: As it does on Mars. Uh, the only the only player in the in in, in the game here of Hank and jo- of dear Hank and John is that is younger than Iubisol is Mars's ingenuity helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just a just a, a wee a wee lad. Yeah, it's um, true. Four four pounds. Uh, a, a small bottom, no big bottom, small. Yeah, as you might say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, John.
1: Uh, thank you for making a podcast, a brief a brief podcast with me to update everyone. Sorry, there's no questions.
0: No, we'll be back next uh, week with a proper episode. We'll but in the meantime, yes. go watch too Amc much, Wimbledon and, and Mars highlights. They're yeah f- full of joy,
1: full of joy. And get a vaccine if you can.
0: Yes. All right. Thanks, Hank, for squeezing that in. But do do get <laughs> go make today the day that you get your appointment. And as they say in our hometown. Don't forget forget to to be awesome.